0: We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see you you think that everybody sees how much in pain, pain you are. Cause I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year, like I'm to everybody. People that are coming to me to help, to healing, they
1: know that. They, they
0: literally, they right here. All right, y'all. I am here. It is April 23rd, 2019. It is Tell the Truth Tuesday, and tonight's a quick show, as usual, called Regret and Ramifications. Now, one of the things that I always talk to you guys about is the fact that I don't really apologize to people, and I don't really accept apologies, because unless it was some sort of misunderstanding, 90% of people knew exactly what the fuck they were doing when they did what they did to you. Right. They just didn't calculate the total consequences or cost of crossing you or disrespecting you or lying to you, cheating on you, all these things. They just they didn't think about it. So there's been a lot of, you know, death going around and people being taken from us too soon and although I hope everyone enjoyed their holiday weekend, let's get back to business. So it's getting harder and harder for me to do these shows on Tell the True Tuesday because I don't have all this dramatic shit going on in my life, especially since I'm committed to healing and making sure that I'm accountable for the shit that I've done, you know, when I was a shitty person, if I was a shitty person. So I, I just keep getting reminded that people are net like, it, it never ceases to amaze me, the shit that people will go through and not realize in that moment what, that is going to do to a person five years from now, two years from now, one year from now, 20 minutes from now. And it's just, it's careless, and it's very disrespectful in the sense of, I don't play God. I don't. And I don't, anything that I've ever talked on my radio shows or on my, my Instagram, at miss.d.scott, on my Twitter, any of that shit, I've literally said to the person's fucking face, okay, So, you know, you have to be careful when you are getting offended for other people and you don't even know the whole story. Now, I have to be brief because, obviously, I write books, right, and we know that I have a book getting ready to come out. So I always like to pay attention to people's patterns. But if you're not around somebody enough, you really can't see their patterns. And I think what a lot of people don't understand about me is I have this gift where if you hurt me to the souls of hell, right, I will endure that pain until literally one day I just realize like I'm not getting anything out of this but pain and I have to go. And I think that because as I got older and as I matured, I wasn't such a crybaby. I wasn't um, being so external with my pain. And I think that um, and everybody says, oh, you're such a strong woman. And I'm like, no, I'm literally like a cluster B psychopath because I deal with pain and hurt and loss completely different than other people. I just shut down. I don't want to talk. I don't want to, you know, we're two days, today's the 23rd. We're two days away from my mom's death anniversary. She's been gone six years. So I've been beating myself up and abusing my body for the last, you know, couple of weeks just because it's, it's a trigger some time for me. So with all that going on, because, you know, God forbid I have anything else to do besides be a mom, um, I ended up having to take my son to the emergency room the other day. He was having an issue, um, and he thought that it was one thing, and I'm thinking it's nothing. But then again, I'm, you know, a hypochondriac parent as well, so I ended up having to spend some time with him in the emergency room to find out that something was, in fact, wrong. It was minute, but something was wrong, and we were able to handle it. And so when I have to do stuff like that, that's not stuff that I share on my pages and taking pictures of hospital bands and shit like that. That's just that's not what I do. So my pain isn't always evident, and it's because, A, it's none of your fucking business, and, B, I, I have to spill this in a book. And so I always try to tell people up front, you know, um, If you fucking cross me, you understand that there is literally like it's going to go to the ends of the earth with your consequences because of the fact that if I came at you and I didn't have ill intentions and you did something to me or said something against me with ill intention, I'm allowed to protect myself and just not deal with you, right? The lies, you know, if it was cheating, if it was like a significant other, all that stuff. People cry most at funerals because of regret and ramifications of things they said or things that they've done or didn't do. One thing I don't live in is I don't live in regret. And I don't live in regret because no matter how much or how many times somebody's hurt me, I always want to let them know that they're loved or that I did love them and that, you know, it's just not our space and not our time right now and everybody has to move on and, and get over shit. Um, but I also think that a lot of people when you talk to them there's just no saving certain people you have to let them retrieve and receive their consequences because they've never had regret because they've never had a consequence you know like i I told you guys before kodak black runs around and does whatever he does because nobody's ever punched his ass in the fucking face yet Nobody's ever beat his ass for talking about somebody's wife. And I think that we have a generation of young women and young men that are the same way. Like, you never got your ass beat as a child, and now you're about to get your ass beat as an adult and lose everything, freedom included, life included sometimes, because you don't know how to talk to people or you don't know how to have a conversation or you don't know how to sit down and speak to somebody and say, okay, I know that we've fallen off a cliff, but how the fuck do we get back from the bottom of this cliff you know, in this plateau area, back to that the altitude that we need to be. And I think that black people are especially, and Latina people as well, are notorious for blaming everybody for everything else, picking and choosing what they want to say, what they don't want to say, what they keep out, what they don't keep out. And I have told you all before that silence isn't always, is, is never misunderstood, but silence is also a form of betrayal. Okay? So, I got this shitty news last week, and I spent a couple of days like saturated in tears because of it because, A, I couldn't believe the culprit, and then, B, I couldn't believe that, you know, there was someone that was feeling like I didn't give a fuck about them, and that really wasn't the case. Like, this particular person was literally killing me. Like, I, like we were literally just, you know what I'm saying, completely just wrong. We could not. There was nothing else that we could do. Our relationship had taken its course, and it is what it is. However, that does not mean that at any point in time, if this particular person was to leave the earth or whatever, whatever, that I would want them to feel like I didn't care. It's just the shit got out of hand. You're a liar. You're deceitful. You're disrespectful. You have ran my name through the mud in the city. You have spoke about me to bitches that I've never met in my life. You've done so much damage to me that – really, it, there's nothing that can really be said at this point to fix it. The only thing we can do at this point is just try to pray that you get some level of peace and you're able to not apologize because I don't need the apology, but you're able to see things as an adult for what the fuck they are and stop letting other people tell you what, what, what you should be doing or what you should be thinking. If you want to know if I fucking said something, you call me and you ask me. Okay. But if not, you know, the phone works both ways. I'm not going to call somebody that is consistently being abusive and consistently telling me what I'm not doing and consistently telling me that I'm not shit and this person is this and that person is that. I don't want to hear about other people because at one point you talked about those other people too. And this is the type of fucking shit that I had to deal with. Okay, the toxicity level was high. So no one in their right mind, okay, would fault me for walking away from these types of situations, all right? But it had been done. What I'm not going to do is sit here and have regret because I didn't get to say my proper goodbyes or that person was laid to rest and I wasn't able to do what needed to be done because I know that this person knows how I felt about them. They know. And they also know that they fucked up to a level that we're probably never, would have never been able to recover from. Okay. Um, And I think that that's why people cry at funerals because there were things that should have been said or things. I don't decide that just because you die or just because something happens to you that I'm so sorry for being a shitty person to you if you were a shitty person to me. Boy, fuck you. Girl, fuck you too. And I don't care. But people have to understand that in order, first of all, mind your own fucking business. That's rule number one. If you look at your life and see that your life is fucked up in certain places and you don't have certain things that you maybe wanted, it's probably because you're not drinking water and you're not minding your own motherfucking business, okay? I literally don't do shit. Now, I did yesterday go to Dingus Day. To me, it was it we was in Buffalo, New York, because I live in Niagara Falls, but in Buffalo, New York, for my Singapore and U.K. listeners and things like that, I literally live by the waterfalls, Um We have Ding State, so we have the largest Polish festival in the country. And so I was like, oh, I want to go because, you know, I didn't have anything to do and I just wanted to experience something different, the type of shit that I do. So it was kind of cool. We had a quick scare real quick, um, but it was really good. hung out with my homegirl real quick. Just, you know, something to do because everybody works, everybody has kids, everybody's you know, out here handling their business. I had the opportunity to do some nice things for some people you know, that we don't speak about, um, just because there's children involved and things like that. So my home girl, I know that she would be, you know, looking down on us and be happy with what's going on and just, you know, uh, the way that things are being handled now that everybody's not being fucking petty. Um, and I also think that I had to cut a lot of people out of my life in 2018 and 2019 because, It just, it wasn't working for me. And it's crazy because the minute I cut those people out of my life, dude, a bitch lost like 15 more pounds on top of, you know, the weight that I had from before. And let's just also get some shit clear, ladies. I was never a big bitch. Even if I was, it don't matter, but I was never a big bitch. I always been in a size four, size six, six on on the heavy side, okay? When I got sick with all the tumors and then the whole pregnancy situation and all that shit, I gained like 50 pounds. Because it was just sheer water weight. I had a, you know, tumor. One of the tumors was like 13 pounds, something like that, which is larger than my living child was. Because Manny was, you know, boom was eight pounds, uh, over eight pounds, almost nine pounds. So, you know, just a lot of sickness going on. So I just learned when you just get sick out the blue, right, and have to take off three months' work and everything else, that like you should say what the fuck you want to say. Because what if I didn't make it out the surgery? You know, if you got something that's weighing on you, whether it's good or bad, and you feel that you need to talk to somebody, just know that as adults, we should be able to communicate with each other without having to put our hands on each other. Bitch, I'm grown as fuck. I'm not going to argue with nobody that I can't fucking have makeup sex with, and I'm also not going to argue with nobody. Even if I could fucking have makeup sex with them, I'm not going to argue with nobody, and, and I'm grown. Like, if we can't sit down and communicate and have a conversation, we don't need to speak. And that can be till 2020, 2025, whatever, whatever. Make sure that when you are dealing with people, don't just look at what this is going to affect right now. No, 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 no. You have to look at what it's going to affect a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. How is this person going to feel? Or how is that person going to feel? So because I don't live in regret, I don't have – ramifications associated with my actions because of the fact that I did what I did out of love. And if you are out here as a human being functioning anything less than that, that's why your karma keeps coming back. That's why your shit keep breaking. That's why your wheels keep falling off your fucking car and your hair falling out. You can't grow edges. Your dude keep losing his job. All of this shit is because you don't mind your fucking business and you're not drinking water. When you focus on yourself and your children and your nieces and your nephews and your parents and all that other shit that is important to you that you should hold close so that when they do leave this earth you don't have any regrets, when you focus on things that make you happy that are familiar, okay, meaning family-wise, you have a lot less drama and a lot less stress. You have to let grown people do what the fuck they're going to do. But what I don't do is put things into the universe and do fucked up shit in the universe and then expect to be blessed. You ever see some people and they just sitting in the same spot they've been in for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? That's not going to be me. It's not going to be me because I try to live my life right. I want everybody to come out, have a good time. You know, if you don't like this person, that's okay. If that person don't like you, that's okay. Just don't be disrespectful. You know, everybody needs to move on and get on with their life. But people... Every time you mind somebody else's fucking business, no one's going to be able to do that because now you have to live with the fact that you may have altered a decision for somebody else down the way because of something you did because you weren't minding your own fucking business. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, I don't live in regret. I'm never going to regret telling anybody that I love them. I'm never going to regret saying, oh, that's my sister. I'm never going to regret, you know, being friends with somebody that I would never fucking speak to again in my life male or female, because you've done me wrong, like super wrong. And if you've done something to me that's super wrong and you can't see that, then maybe you should go get you an eye doctor, figure out what the fuck it is. I'll be over here minding my fucking business, and all this shit just keeps coming on my doorstep. And y'all are not understanding that if you continue to do shit like that to me, now we're going to start having consequences because I don't have to fuck with nobody. I don't bother nobody. I go to my job. I do what the fuck I do. Okay? I do what the fuck I do. I check in on my people, make sure my people okay. My circle has gotten so small right now, it's like a fucking period. Right? And it's, listen, people be like, I don't fuck with her. No, you don't fuck with me because I don't let you. That's why. I don't even be talking to her. No, I don't talk to you. Bitch, I'm busy. And when I start dropping little bombs about what the fuck I've been busy about, then everybody's going to understand. And make sure y'all watch Beyonce's homecoming. I told you, all my marketing strategies come from Beyonce. She make me feel like shit. Every time I watch this motherfucker, she up here eating an apple, had gained up to 218 pounds with the twins, and and out here dancing better than everybody and their mama. Like her marketing that shit makes me wanna to aspire to something. Watching the the, the wheel with Nip, which trust me, let me be clear, I'm the one that posted that wheel, his monetization and shit and his impact in the community and in the world. I posted that shit before Ebro posted it. Okay? So when y'all tell me shit like you know, I'm you know, we just have a problem taking constructive criticism. I'm telling you I feel like in my own community I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough to you know, really be on Nipsey Hustle's level, because I don't have $210 million in assets in real estate. I didn't hire 41,000 people, and neither did anybody else that I know, okay, not even the casino. So for me, it's like when you see that and you say, okay, I want to aspire to that. I didn't have to like Nip as a person. I didn't have to like his music. I don't have to like Beyonce's music, but they're brilliant and they're geniuses. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to get to the second phase of my life. I've done everything that I wanted to do at this age, um, and I've literally surpassed the things that I thought I was going to do. I didn't know I was going to be running this business and doing this, and 716cbd.com is doing excellent. Like I said, we're in the middle of wedding season. You know, we're selling out of everything. So just because you don't see somebody post about it don't mean that they're not about it. Okay? Okay. I'm praying that everyone has some level of of forgiveness and some level of healing that they're going through right now, and we'll get to that on Soulful Sunday about healing because healing is not pretty. Healing is not, oh, I'm just going to say sorry to this person, everything's going to be okay. No, bitch, there's a consequence associated to that. And, you know, the the gods have a funny way of giving people back their consequences by making you or your children or, or the people that you fuck with the closest go through the exact same thing that you put somebody else through. With negative intention So your best thing is Listen, if you hate me to death Your best thing is Send me love Because at least if you're sending me love and light Or whatever the fuck it is that y'all light workers want to do You're not going to get an unnecessary repercussion Or ramification Because of the fact that you tried to say Or do something ill towards me And I don't wish you nothing but the best I don't wish you nothing but the love I felt I don't wish you nothing but you know To live a life that's guilt free I don't wish nobody else no harm. I've done that before. And then when motherfuckers start getting harmed, then people be looking at me like, oh, she's over there practicing witchcraft practicing. Y'all late. If I have to tell you what's coming, it's already here. And I don't go around that. That's not how magic works anyways. Okay, focus on yourself. If you focus on yourself and you focus on your healing, nobody wants to heal. You know why? Because healing is ugly. Healing is alcoholism. Healing is drug addiction. Healing is all these things that we're going to use as vices. Healing is fucking a bunch of niggas. Healing is fucking a bunch of bitches for some men. Because nobody ever taught you about the ramifications of what happens when you share your body with too many people. Nobody never told you that there will be a time you're not going to be able to talk to your grandmother. So say what you need to say now. Do what you need to do now. I am very clear that any time I talk to somebody, and I think that's what ate me up the most about the news that I got, was that I didn't get the chance to tell this person that I loved them. Even though it wasn't the same love that I may have once had for that person, there's a genuine love there because I saw what the person was trying to do before they left. You understand what I'm saying? I saw, you know, how they grew up and, 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 you know, reasons that they chose to do what they did, which subsequently took them away from us too soon. You see what I'm saying? So for me, not being able to say it face-to-face is what was hurtful for me. And then to find out that someone took my hurt while I was going through my healing and used that against me, you know, to try to, you know, keep people safe or whatever, whatever, and now, that person's gone and I can't, you see what I'm saying? Communicate that. So mind your fucking business, drink fucking water, let people heal and come to you when it's in their time. If you coming at me in 2019 with anything besides love and respect, you are going to live in regret with your motherfucking ramifications attached to it because I'm not with the shits. I don't give a fuck how far in my healing I am. I am not mature enough to wish a motherfucker well that continuously is fucking bothering me. I am not mature enough in my healing or got that far in my healing that I'm mature enough. If you fucking put your hands on me, then we're not going to have a situation, Okay. I am grown as fuck. There is not one fucking thing that somebody could come and tell me that's going to shock my boots off or that's going to, you know, upset me to the point where I want to place my hands on you. I'm too grown for that. Okay? There's a lot of celebrating that needs to be happening this week, like I said, because my mom has been six years now uh, in a couple of days, but that's also another special date for me, which I'm not going to share that until we get it in the book. But everybody, just mind your business. Fucking drink water. Send people love. You know what? The people that you hate the most, send them the love. You know why? Because at some point, they're going to feel what you felt. You don't like that bitch because she ended up, she stole your boyfriend, whatever, whatever. Send the bitch love. Because in the end, if he does to her what he did to you, she's going to understand, and at some point, she's going to be coming to you saying, bitch, you was right. This I have seen this happen a million, billion, trillion times. Everything that's done in the dark comes to light. Just mind your fucking business, drink your water, lead with good intentions, and tune in to my church show this weekend. I'm not even playing no fucking music because i got shit to do today. But thanks for tuning in, guys. It was Tell the Truth Tuesday. Talk to you on Sunday, usually around 1 p.m. We do church.